What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. And we are back. Uh, this is a going to be a more current episode, not in terms of current events, because no one cares about that, but rather current in the fact that this is... <laughs> current event, first off, current events are depressing and boring, and current events always, always instigate political conversations where someone's like, well, if it wasn't for... Da, 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 it wasn't da. for that darn red team slash blue team. Freaking teams. So, but what we are talking about today is uh, dumb, and I have no idea how I'm going to title this episode because when I tossed the idea out, it was you know it's 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 what we're talking about today is I can't believe in the year of our Lord 2023 people are still saying this. And we all have these things. And the reason we're doing this as an episode is because I frequently think of the episode ideas. And this was on my mind because somebody said some dumb shit in my comments yesterday on my or two days ago on my Facebook page. I to to cut straight to the chase, I had someone unironically say, and I don't and I mean without a shred of I'm joking or trolling or anything like that, that competition will get you killed in the streets. He said the line. Like he actually said, he didn't say, I think that competition, you know, creates negative training habits that could resent, could result in, you know, a negative outcome when you're engaged in self-defense situation, because that has nuance and we can discuss that. He actually said competition will get you killed in the streets. Killed in the streets! Killed in the streets! They're coming for our germs! And that that got me thinking about things that people are still saying in the year of our Lord 2023. Also, I will never not use Anno Domini. I don't care that about before Common Era and Common Era is B and A D and all the uh, hands about that. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you. I am a heathen. I still say B C A D without without pause. Right? Because let's be real, BC and AD were invented by they weren't really invented by like like real Christian Christians. They were invented by the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. They're just it's an institution. But anyway, that's which not was the point. neither Roman nor the Catholic Church at the time. Yeah, well, there's that too. That's a real good point. I think it was like a German Pope. Yes. Uh, well which by Okay. So Germany kind of LARPed being Rome for a really long time. Holy one, of my, Empire. one of my favorite quotes from history books is it's this uh, the the author's kind of snarky and he starts talking about the Holy Roman Empire, which he refers to. He says, and then the Holy Roman Empire, which was neither holy Roman nor an empire. And I was like, dang, you just dang. served a bunch of dead people. <laughs> anyway, uh our as we're all middle-aged white dudes, we obviously care a lot about European history. Yeah, um, I mean, it's... Yeah. But only the wars! Fucking pussy-ass Magna Carta. Anyways, um, no, so, but it got me thinking about, like, things that, like, every now and then you run into them, and you're sort of surprised that someone still has that opinion. And for me, and, you know, and we're, we were all gonna pull one out of our ass here, for me it was that competition gets you killed in the streets. And I just, I read that and I'm like, my brother, are there not, I can't even name all of the combat veterans from high level special operations units that espouse competition shooting to a point even that I disagree with some of their opinions. Like some of them uh, actually think that hit factor scoring 
is also the best scoring for reinforcing uh, a balance of speed and accuracy that you need in like defensive shooting. And I disagree with that, but that's the level to which decorated special operations veterans and people who have shot people in the face and people who have shot people in Walmart parking lots are advocating for competition shooting is they're adopting the scoring method that makes no sense from competition shooting that you need to be able to do fractions to understand and they're like yeah no competition shooting is the shit the targets are the shit everything about it's awesome and then you get dildo mcjohnson who comes along and he's like dildo ah, McJohnson of the, <laughs> the classic mcjohnson clan also why is it dildo mcjohnson is always the same person <laughs> <laughs> He's got a real Saxville Baggins energy. Yeah. <laughs> Saxville Baggins. Oh my god. For the record, I did I just uh anyway. So he always comes along and he's always the same guy. He is always a law enforcement trainer. Always. A hundred percent of the time. He also is always right. He is the he law also enforcement always trainer, has, but I I don't hear a um I don't hear an agency. Yeah, there's never an agency associated with it. Right. There's never an agency associated with it. And he also has 22, and he also always claims 20 to 35 years of experience, which I also remember a time when saying you had 20 years of experience meant something to me. And that was before I had 20 years of experience. And now I'm like, I don't feel like I've been doing it that long and I don't know what I'm doing. So thank you. Thank you. I, I just the other day was like, oh man, I, have about wow close to 20 years doing this i know nothing right like i'm still yeah, learning I, shit every day i'm rolling i'm rolling at 15 and i'm like but then so but so for me the whole idea of like you can actually have a conversation if you're not a mouth breathing drooling just idiot about whether there are negative effects to competition and we can have that conversation. I'm more than willing to participate in that conversation. You can even have a conversation about how competition trains your gun handling skills, but gun handling is only part of fighting. And I agree with that. Like, I, I absolutely agree with the idea that competition is not a gunfight. I can tell the difference between competition and gu a gunfight because I'm not an idiot. Well, so I'll say this. Um... I know some of the best shooters in the world, personally. Uh, I know um, there are guys who I just, I'm like, wow, the, the the skill and ability as a competition shooter you have is something I I can't approach, and I'm just in awe of it, and I'm really impressed by it. That doesn't mean they would win every gunfight. But no. here's the thing. Nothing says you win every one of them. You can yeah. do everything that's why, right. That's why we like to avoid them when it's possible. Right. You can do everything right and lose. Well, and I think a lot of times when dudes want to say this stuff, one, they're they're trying to cover their egos because they yeah, suck. Sure. Something fierce the first time they tried competition. And then they were like, oh, the, you know, well, this stuff isn't good for the streets. Because I hear this about jujitsu also where they're like, that would never work on X. I would just stand up. Um. Like Oh, dude, uh, I like I'm I on the jujitsu thing. I'm like, do these guys also think that like the guys doing MMA are just playing a game and that 
a 135er wouldn't just rock their shit across the map. Right. I the, the belief that because it's a sport and that there are rules, those rules are to preserve the body so that they can continue. Right. Like, like I like promise peak, you... Peak Uriah it, Faber. 135 pound peak Uriah Faber would take any of these 225 pound grown men and he would break their body and not really get warmed up while he was doing right because he's had so much experience again paul sharp says it best um and if he's gotten this quote from someplace else i don't care i give it to paul paul sharp (laughs) says if you can't beat me with the rules what makes you think that you're going to beat me without them Exactly. Which is where I'm going to get into my thing. Yeah. I can't believe we're still saying this in the year of our Lord, 2023. Eye gouges, groin kicks, and kick you in the knee are the dumbest fucking things to roll out of your mouth when you oh want to talk God. about personal combat. Oh, oh I would just gouge his eye. Dude, this whole head is designed by millennia of combat to protect the electric jello in here. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have to pause you for a second. Uh, It was designed by the Lord God Almighty who created it in seven days. Continue. (laughs) When the Jotun invaded. (laughs) Look, whatever. We we built this for frost. Evolve, design, whatever you need to hear. It is the it is like we are designed to do this shit. It's hard to get in here. It's hard to get your eyes in there and and hurt it. You know why? Because your whole life, these are the only things that let you see. You got two of them, and a base-level noob will do everything they can to block and roll their head away from it, and that makes it difficult. It's also really... It- have you ever tried so for the people who say I would just gouge them in the eyes, have you ever actually tried to grab onto someone's head while it's moving and you're yeah. sweaty and like it's I'll take they, they I'll take you back hold still. I have done it. Like <laughs> I've I tried to hold someone's head down. I've been in a lot of fights, guys. It's not easy. It's not really it's not something I would train for. And I am bigger and stronger than all of you. I'm just gonna say it. And if I'm telling you that's not going to happen for you, it's not going to happen for you. Kick him in the groin. You're not that good of a shot. Oh, Lord. The, the So, and here's the other thing with the groin kick, too. I've been kicked in the groin, and it it can be how, – how what's the best way to describe there, this? There's nothing fun about taking a shot to the groin. There's but nothing also fun about not, it. There's also it, it, nothing fun about taking pepper spray to the face, and neither of those will guaranteed put somebody out of a fight in a cartoonish like manner. Like right. I can't Is do it anything. Possible anymore. to kick someone so hard in the groin, man or woman? News alert: that they fall over in pain and are no longer a threat to you. Yeah. Yes. What are the chances that that's going to happen? Very little. The reason why you think it works so well is because the times you saw it happen were in schoolyard fights. School kids have real skinny legs and tend to stand with their legs further apart than a normal adult does. There's also the whole idea that like that. Okay, so the other idea of the groin shot is the groin shot also kind of eliminates the idea of uh, uh, 
I, I'm not the, it, it, like the uh, an immediately debilitating groin shot does not take into account the level of adrenaline that you that this other person may be jacked up on. Because I've watched so let's using mixed martial arts as a reference. I've watched a lot of mixed martial arts fights. I've seen fighters take groin shots that caused them a real problem. And I've also seen fighters take groin shots that didn't cause them any problem at all. Uh, you know, the delineating factor is is the groin shots that caused him problems, if that kick had landed on, like, the liver, it would have also caused him a problem there, right? They took a knee to the groin, that if they hadn't taken it in the groin and they'd taken it in the abdomen instead, they also would have gotten the wind knocked out of him because of the power of the strike. Yes, getting sack-tapped hurts, but it hurts because you're not expecting it. If you're in, like, I'm here to fight mode and you get kicked in the groin and it's not a debilitate and it's not a kick that has enough force to cause damage, it's not actually going to stop the fight. It's just going to make you or the person you're kicking hurt Very and angry. really angry. angry. Like, if you kick me... The, the, cartoonish hit, the cartoonish hit between the legs when someone, especially when the other party isn't expecting it and isn't ready to fight, I don't know why we keep using it as like the standard that if you get this hit, the fight's over. Look, those two people weren't fighting. One took a cheap shot on the other one and it happened to work in a like schoolyard setting, like we said. Right. But you, what you're describing is taking that scenario and now applying it to two people who are fighting and ready to move. And you're not going to get a good hit. No, not at all. And here's the thing. Let's say those are your two in the chamber readies to go. And you fire them both off. You go to kick him in the groin. Let's even say you hit. And he's like, ah! And you go to gouge him in the eye. My groin! And, and he stops you. Now what? Oh. You yeah, have... Plan now? You have taken a person who was probably angry at you and made them go, you know what? Perhaps, Perhaps I'd like to meet your you. ancestors. <laughs> Would you uh, like to die? Like, don't... I, I know that when you tell me things like this, and it's always dudes at, like, parties that want to, like, talk, talk this talk or guys on the internet because they're behind a keyboard and they're therefore not responsible for what's going to come out of their mouth um, or out of their fingers. Um, you're trying to make up for a lack of experiences of things that you've had in your life. For sure. Mm -hmm. And you... By saying this, ward off all those terrible thoughts that would, if you actually focused on them, you would go, I'm not prepared for that at all. And I either have to live not being prepared for it, which is fine. Or you actually have to go out and train and hold yourself to a standard and accountability, which sucks and hurts and it's painful and takes a lot of time. But no, mm -hmm. instead you'd rather rub on the solve of, but I have a couple of keep tricks up my book that someone probably has never tried before and and all i can see in my head is the 260 pound failed d1 linebacker of the guy that you've annoyed whose right. whole life has been nothing but hurt and pain <clears throat> and struggle and you mr suburbanite dad you're about to put him in his place with a crotch kick and an eye gouge like, yeah oh. that's gonna work it's not, it's not it's not good. Stop saying stupid stuff like that. Those Instead, guys try things are, like saying, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, those guys are also the guys who say that they don't have any training because if they get in a fight, they would just see red. 
Oh yeah, I I, I I love that line. I would just see red. So you've never been like in a okay. fight. No one's ever yeah. punched you in the mouth with intent. Got it. I mm-hmm. I got punched in the mouth with intent once, and man, I did not uh, did not enjoy that experience. Um, it's I don't not think fun. Any, nope. I don't think I've enjoyed any of the times I've been punched. Actually, um, uh, okay, I can't say I've never enjoyed any of them. I have been hit by a professional MMA dude Ooh, so pass. hard. I res- I I I reset as a human being. He beat me bad, and I I had to like as a person, kind of like find myself again. <laughs> like I need more than a minute, guys. Right. This I don't actually... I don't I don't want you guys to hear this like you know like hear my other stuff and be like oh Jack thinks he's bad at no I've been beaten by a man whose job was to beat people and that that hurt my soul. He didn't, and he did a good job. Right, like <laughs> it, it was it was his job. He excelled at it, and Jack's head make made the Bluetooth reconnecting noise a couple of times. <laughs> hey, speaking of Bluetooth reconnecting, uh, does any of your Bluetooths like? So I have Apple AirPods. No, no, are we about to have a, a, an ad for Skull Candy? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because we it's, haven't it's, done our, our ad read yet. So it's I'm really so worried. much. It's so much weirder than that because. I, I have uh, I have a set I of Bluetooth headphones that are also ear protect hearing protection, and I want to know why the voice that says Bluetooth connected is unnecessarily sexy. Like, why <laughs> did you use like an attractive British lady's voice to tell me that my goddamn headphones are connected? I don't need that. I don't well, need to be the, jamming these things into well, my ears see, and then like hear some people hey, watch and listen connected, to things. babe. <laughs> the the other option would of course have to be like crikey lower end British like oi mate your Bluetooth done been disconnected or or that, something like Sam that Jackson would be worse doing a read and be like Bluetooth on motherfucker yeah okay no the Sam Jackson one I would take I would take I would I would take the Sam Jackson one one hundred percent of the time I would take Optimus Prime saying hey, man, uh, that my Bluetooth is connected. But no, it's unnecessarily sexy, and I mean, I'm fine with it. But I don't know why they did it. And if anyone out here works for the Bluetooth man, uh, please let me know. All right, so the Keith, what is Bluetooth. your? Yeah, that's that's what all you, comes from, right? Do the you Danish know King? the Bluetooth man? The Bluetooth man? The Bluetooth man. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Keith, what is your? I can't believe people are saying this in the year of our Lord 2023. Okay. So I had an interesting interaction upon the interwebs yesterday, as you did, apparently, in a, in a different space. And this was, um, this just show, goes to show that just because you have the internet connection and this blinking little cursor in a comment box oh, does Lord. not make your comment worth typing and or reading. Right. Because um, good old Larry Vickers, Larry Vickers posted yesterday about the XM5, XM7, the new service rifle for U.S. Army, the SIG. Wait, well, they're Larry calling Vickers, it... Larry Vickers, social media guy posted about yep. it. Yeah. Yes. Larry Vickers, social media guy, posted, hey, guys, SIG rifle, what you think? Which, of course, is public. It's gen pop. It's, you know, everything. I, sec- I don't think for a second Larry Vickers actually cares what the general population thinks no, about pro- this guy. Not, no, not, not anymore. But, but it... Uh, but it was definitely, you know, an engageable space. And I did. I engaged in the space. And now I've shot this rifle. I've shot the actual weapon with the actual ammo. 
And so I gave my summation on that, the project, what I thought of the ammo, what I thought of the machine gun. I gave I gave a little bit of commentary. And then somebody jumped in under my post and was like, hell yeah, brother, we can't have exploding chambers. And and as I, I had no idea um, where this, this man was going with this comment, but it was very baffling. But then the next comment is the one I want to uh, engage with. The follow-on comment was, you clearly don't understand the importance of the battle rifle. It's just not a rehash of the battle rifle. This thing does stuff that's never been done before. It's a game changer. I'm like, do you, do you perhaps mean like a Glock killer? This this feels like familiar language. Go on, go on, good sir. What? It handles recoil different than any other rifle ever. But do you mean like a roller delayed rifle? Yes. Do you, do you mean like a roller delayed rifle or, you know, the AR-16, which that gun is based on that's been out for decades? And then he's like, and it's one super compact. We've never had a battle rifle this compact. I'm I'm sorry. We did a 13 inch scar 20 years ago. And uh, um, we had foul shorties before that. Come on. Right. <laughs> Like the the concept of a thirteen inch three hundred eight pattern gun isn't just like not new, it's it's almost as old as the magazine like the detachable magazine fed you know rifle. It, it's a very old concept. Yeah. Never been done before is actually one of my pet peeves because, well, for, it's it's the double edged sword on this one. I love it when people say never been done before because they've read one of my press releases. Uh, and they're buying into my marketing hype. Uh, but that's the problem, right? I yeah. I, I, I haven't just Look, peeked behind I the curtain. Am the I am behind the curtain, okay? Like, I'm the guy, you know? So I, I that one, that one I definitely, I feel some kind of way about. And the problem is, too, is because it, it always, every now and then, something never has been done before. Like the... Yeah, Taurus 856 Toro, which is the first ever small frame defensive revolver to have a built-in optic mount on it. And if you want more information about the 856 Toro, go to TaurusUSA.com. And if you'd like to buy one, click the little button that says Guns.com to take it to a purchase website at from our friends at Guns.com. Not my best read ever, guys, but hey, I had to get it. I had to get my gun off. I had to get my gun off. All right. So, but no, never been done before is... Because it gets so, used yeah, for everything. I, I'm, I am sick of never been done before. Because in almost every instance, it, it's been done before. We might be doing it better this time. I, I said as much in my comment that, like, look, I like the XM5, XM7, right? I like I like that concept. I think it's built out pretty well. There, there are certainly things circulating around the internet that have me saying, all right, well, I don't think SIG has all the bugs worked out of this thing yet, but I haven't heard anybody from army procurement say, yeah, we're, we're cutting this thing off. It, it didn't, didn't quite land out. And we heard that from the SCAR program. We heard it fairly quickly from the SCAR program that they were like, Hey, look, we thought the 16 and the 17 were a good idea, and we're just going to go with the 17, guys. We, yeah. we bought a few 16s, but we're done. That came out fairly quickly. We haven't heard it. It doesn't mean we won't hear it in the future, but we haven't heard it. And having played with the rifle, it's a, it's a nice rifle design. But if you pick up any semi-modern 308 pattern rifle, 
and every major manufacturer has a 13-inch barreled version that you can get. Like Daniel Defense has one. H&K has one. LMT has one. They all, they all have it. It's the same gun, guys. It's the same platform of gun. It, there's nothing never been done before about this thing. What had never been done before, and the cool thing that I, I tried to point out, was the ammo. Like, we have this hybrid case that can be loaded to pressures that you can't do with brass, and you can do it safely. That's cool. But no, that is apparently, cool. apparently the 13-inch battle rifle had never been done before. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. So I think never been done before was also ruined by, um, what was the friggin' show on Discovery? The guy who ended up going to prison. Sons of Guns. That's mm -hmm. the one. I was like, yeah, the guy, he was bald, kind of looked like the guy from the pawn shop show, but wasn't that guy. Uh, had a very weird collab episode with Jesse James, the motorcycle guy, before the yeah. motorcycle guy decided he was going to make guns. Uh, this was... I think while well, the motorcycle guy was still married to Sandra Bullock before he married uh, anyway. Um, uh, before he married that. Anyway. <laughs> Not that Jack or I have some tea about that, which, you know, if you want to slide into my DMs, guys, I will be more than happy to not tell you about. Um, anyway, uh, that's a wrap for this episode. If you guys have things that you can't believe people have been saying in the year of our Lord 2023, drop them in the comments. Uh, send an email to Keith. You know, all of the stuff that, you know, you know, you'd like to do, please make sure you like, share and subscribe the show. And before we end this week's show, I would like to give a shout out to the uh, Frisco Rough Riders, a minor league baseball team in Frisco, Texas, for having absolutely the sickest logo I have ever seen on a minor league baseball hat. That's right. That's Teddy Roosevelt. This shit slaps. It's my new favorite minor league. Uh, one, one, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm a say, big. If you're going to say the Savannah gonna, Bananas, those aren't a minor league team. That's an exhibition that's, team. It's totally that's different. Exactly what I was going to say. This is a biscuits house, cold sir, and we're biscuits oh. till we die. Listen, <laughs> first off, I live in Greenville, South Carolina, and I do support the Greenville Drive, but nothing slaps harder than Teddy Roosevelt. So uh, I don't One, know about you. I will. A, my biscuits hat is in the car. And I am upset right now that I don't have it. Just throw it on and get in your face about it. But we are biscuits people here. You guys didn't know that this was going to turn into an episode about minor league sports, did you? And I, I, I do love some of the logos because they can get a lot more. They get a lot more out of pocket in oh, the yeah, minor they, leagues. They don't have like, any, yeah, they can get out of pocket because nobody cares. There's not any. Also, <laughs> the entire minor league baseball team does a uh, mexican week and it's hilarious what they change all their stuff to oh dude they we do that here too we change the greenville drive to the fucking river frogs we do yes i've seen those yeah dude. fire i have river frogs i have more river frogs merch than i have of the actual greenville drive and it's i got a pink and what that uh the pink and white and blue hat i wore a tack on that some of you guys saw me with no joke so they have this fucking fly hat. It's got a pink bill 
a white uh, front piece right here, and then it's blue on the back, and it's got the River Frog logo on it. The hat is so distinctive. I'm walking through the, the airport the next day, and Jeff fucking Gonzalez sees me from across the airport and goes, hey, Caleb, like, because how many people are wearing pink and blue baseball hats in Indiana? Not a lot. I'll tell you what. Not a lot. Anyway, guys, uh, that is it for this week. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, it's nice to be back. I've been out for a couple of weeks, you know, living in, sleeping in a field, doing Air Force things. So uh, I've been sleeping be in back. a house with the air conditioning on. So who's been doing Air Force things more? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it's weird, right? right? Like you know, I feel like we failed at being the Air Force because we had to sleep in tents, guys. Tents. It's gross. This is why I enjoy the Marine Corps. Intense situation. Not for me. I slept <laughs> in the back of a Peugeot three thousand eight. So. You know. All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Thank you all. Have a great week.